welcome to the Irish Pagan School podcast. Your hosts are authors and co-founders of the Irish Pagan School here in County Waterford, Ireland, Laura O'Brien and John O'Sullivan. Falcha. Tag the Eve because Falcha. Hi, hello and welcome. It is John O'Sullivan from the Irish Pagan School and we are here with this week's check-in chat and coffee talk. Um, and so I wanted to kind of just have a bit of a chat about Deity support when we're not feeling well. Um, but before we do that, I'd like to pop on into the links below on this content and you will find uh, an invitation to join our mailing list. But I'd also like to you to pick up a free resource that's available from us called The Three Pillars of Irish Paganism. And so it is a breakdown of the kind of tree structures or the tree kind of mentalities or the tree kind of processes to kind of get you going on your path and your journey to Irish spirituality. And you can find that at irishpagan.school forward slash three days. So um, as I said, the topic today is to talk about really deities and deity support when we're dealing with matters of ill health. So with beverage on board, um, I have had a, a significant impact to my health quite recently, and I had the, the privilege um, to be able to go to a hospital and to check into a hospital. And so I spent a couple of days in there with pretty much some in intensive early care and then some ongoing care before they could safely release me. Um, now, as I said, privilege, it wasn't a joy. <laughs> um, I'm not one for being very comfortable about my medical health. It is a, a challenge for me, both um, mentally and emotionally, because that I, I grew up with someone with significant illness in my family and it has had a knock-on impact in my approach to my physical health. Um, but I'm very grateful and privileged that I could have access to the medical needs, the medical supports, go to a doctor, go to a hospital, get checked in and get what I need to get done, done. Um, I'm still not 100%, but I am recovering at the moment. But it really kind of brought to mind um in the time where I was pretty much stuck in a hospital, not able to engage with community, not able to engage with the, everything else, not able to go out and be physical and move around, um, in a period of forced sedentary or forced stillness, um, where did I go? What did I do? And, you know, again, I did a lot of reading. I worked on, you know, my own calmness and my own centering of self. And it brought up that whole stoic philosophy of mine. So, you know, I've done a video about being a stoic pagan um, or being a resolute pagan. Um, and I revisited that, like, you know, because, again, my initial definitions or my early definitions of being stoic is about enduring as in putting up with and, you know, making sure you keep going no matter what, which, of course, was wrong. Um, but what it is actually about is accepting the fact that things are going to happen. There are things outside of our control that are just going to happen to us. The concept in historic philosophy is called logos, L-O-G-O-S. And it's just that things are going to happen. I can't control that it is or isn't going to happen or what will happen tomorrow. All I can do is choose how I react to any given thing that happens to me um, and then take actions based on that to go forward. Um, and that's really where I was stuck. I was in that moment of like, OK, well, you know, this has happened. I have this ill health circumstance. I'm now in a hospital. I can't change the fact that I'm in, well, okay, I could have changed the fact by just leaving the hospital, but that wouldn't have resolved the issue. Um, 
so I had to kind of get through it, but I had to then change my mindset around how I approached it. It has happened. How do I be still? How do I allow the space for my body to heal? How do I make what concessions I need within my mental landscape to forgive myself, to not feel shame, to not feel guilt about this period of ill health and to try and move beyond that. And what helped me the most was my spirituality. My growth and my spirituality, and by that in specific for me, if you don't know by now, I'm a dead guy. And so, yeah, I, I, I prayed. I talked to the guy, talked to the big guy and, you know, asked for his help. You know, he's he's not known as a deity specifically associated with healing. Like Dean Kecht is the Irish to the Dan and God of healing. He's referred to as the leech, um, which is the chief physician, like guy reattached a, a, a prosthetic, a silver prosthetic limb to Nuada. You know, guy knew all the chants and knew all of the herbs to make a, a well of healing that, you know, a, a mortally wounded person will be put into and then lifted out of completely restored. Dean Kecht, if anyone knows anything about it, Dean Kecht is a guy who knows how to heal. But for me, he's not a great connection because he has other areas of his character which don't really work really well. His daughter, of course, Armage, one of the ones knows all the chants, sang the words over the healing wells, um, but you know, also was connected with healing herbs. But the healing herbs came from Mich, her brother, who was slain by Dean Kecht because he outstripped Dean Kecht in his healing abilities. So, you know, there's also, for example, Bridget. Bridget is a goddess of healing. So there are many different ways to approach it. I know someone who contacted the Morrigan for healing in order to, to rally a battle cry within someone's blood to fight off an infection. So there are many different ways to approach different deities based on the healing and the supports that we need. And so going through all of those processes, you know, I thought about it, like I went through all the stories, went through all the narratives in my brain. Who should I talk to for the support I need? And for me, it came back to the strongest and best relationship I had, which is to the Dagda. You know, he's known as the good God, not because he's morally good. It's because he's good at fucking everything. And so it gave me the space to accept where I was and to allow for the emotional elements of it as well. And that was the the, the chief challenge, you know, to make sure that I could process my grief for the fact that, you know, I wasn't physically strong as I would want to be or physically as healthy as I'd want to be. Process my pain, you know, and allow for that to be up on me, but then also know that I'm not defined by my pain and allow that to move in that way as well. But what the the bridging between the philosophy of the Stoic and the spiritual elements of being a Dagda guy really comes down to that active part. Things are going to happen to us. As much as we can plan, as much as we can prepare, as much as we can kind of like ready ourselves, there's always going to be something that can happen to us or does happen to us. And in that process, all we can do is choose how we move forward from that moment. But it's the action that follows that that is where it becomes important. And so, yeah, I'm I'm trying to start my own Dagda fitness plan <laughs> Um, as best I can to get back into, you know, talking more, using my lungs, because, you know, I had a, a bout of COVID, which kind of kicked all of this off, um, which is why you know I was not doing videos. I wasn't kind of turning up because I wasn't able to breathe. I wasn't able to speak. I'm still short of breath doing this video, which is surprising, given that most of you would know John is a talker and he can talk for fucking ages. So the plan and the purpose is to try and just get back onto this and to get back into the process. And I think that is where the action really comes from. We all 
have moments where we stagger. We all have moments where, you know, we don't meet our our offerings. We don't maintain our relationships either with ourselves or with our deities. But the most important thing isn't, you know, making up for it or like, you know, feeling bad about it or praying for forgiveness for it. The most important thing is pick it back up and just keep going, keep going again and get on with it, because that is the the essence of living a spiritual life, because it's not about being spiritual when it's needed to be spiritual. It's not about being spiritual once a month. It's about living a spiritual existence. And, you know, we're not going to be able to do it all the time. Sometimes I just had to be an absolute physical mess in a hospital and take the medicine that they gave me and try and sleep as much as I could. You know, sometimes I had to be an emotional mess and be upset and be kind of, you know, distraught about what was going, but then, you know, grateful and able to express those emotions in safe relationship with my partner or in safe spiritual connection with my God. Um, and, you know, now that I'm on the other side of it, it is not about like resting back. It's about pushing forward. It's about getting on with it and doing what we can within our own capacities. And that's where the last thing I would say is everyone's capacity varies based on them. And so do the best you can for yourself to keep growing forward. Um, bit of a ramble, not really much on point, as I said. I really have been I saw out of practice, so out of practice. And so I was like, just press the video, start talking and do a recording, turn up and do the coffee chats. That's what we do. That's what I'm known for doing on a regular basis. And I'm very, very grateful to all of my community. I'm very grateful to everyone who kind of reached out and sent a message of support to me and my family at the time where I wasn't well. Um, Gaurav Mila Magas, thank you very, very much. So until next time, look after yourself, take care and salon. Goodbye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive review in your podcast listener. Then head over to irishpaganschool.com and enroll in one of our free or paid courses. Slongafall and we will see you next time.